Hey everybody, welcome to Dental Voice with Cyrus. My name is Rolando Mia and we're coming up to a wonderful milestone here. We are literally at 300 episodes. First of all, we really appreciate our viewers. We appreciate the people who've come on here, our guests, and most importantly, the fact that people are spending time and giving us our feedback. For this episode, what we want to do is we want to have a special session with someone, someone who's incredibly special to us, but also who has an amazing amount of insight and who uh, have a huge amount of respect. This is Jim Hirsch, James Hirsch. He is co-inventor of the system that we have here at Zyrus, Isolite, but he's also our principal, our founder, and I would say he's our chief mad scientist, creative psycho awesome genius person <laughs> so <laughs> did i did i describe that right i, I think how you described it was i'm special <laughs> all right we're gonna say he's special i'm special so the purpose of this right now is we just want to share with you insights so what we're gonna do is we're just gonna start talking and hopefully during the course of that you're gonna derive some kind of cool information from jim and then at the end we'll we'll share some uh some advice so that first of all Jim, I yeah. can't even begin to tell you how much we appreciate it, and you know, because of everything you all have been done, or have done. This is this is we're here, and it's thrilled. We we have a huge number of people who uh, who we've benefited and really appreciate it. So mm -hmm. right on, there you hey. go. So I want to start with this for anybody who's like thinking about or in the process of building or trying to create a company. What advice would you give someone for you know? Uh, starting a company. Don't. Don't don't what? Don't do it. <laughs> do don't do it. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Now, what do you mean don't do it? Don't do it. <laughs> All right. You got to expand on me on that. Well, <laughs> if you knew what you were doing, you would never do it. If you knew, if what, you you're knew what you're going to get into, you'd never go forward with it. Ignorance in starting a company is absolute bliss. And is that what happened with you? Oh, come on. Yeah. Well, so to speak, you know, we uh, started this company. We decided we had a good idea. I probably worked on the Isolite product 10 years before we introduced it. Right. Right. Um, I, so it didn't just happen. And then here you go. And you have this wonderful no, company, no, it was a, product and all that. Type and of no, stuff. it was a, I, I kind of say evolutionary design is I would design something. Uh, my brother, Tom, co-inventor would look at it. He was a dentist. I was a product designer. And, um, we, we'd look at it back and forth. I'd change it. He'd tweak it. And over the course of probably about 10 years, we finally came up with a hand of one prototype one day. He looked at it and goes, that's it. So wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. 10 years. You know, people see the company or people see companies mm -hmm. and they look at them. And I've, we've heard, we've heard from clinicians out there and they've said, oh my goodness, I wish I was the one who did that. Right. It's 10 years. It's a long time. And we weren't working on it the whole time. Okay. That's, we, it wasn't, we, I was running a design office, a product design office, industrial design office. Tom was running a dental practice. You were a father? I was a father, yeah. Um, yeah, Tom was a philanderer. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was, he was married. Uh, you know, it was, so we didn't work on it the whole time. We just, as we had money, we'd build prototypes. It, it's expensive. You know, as yeah, we had money, yeah. we'd build prototypes. Um, and I'd present them with them. We were all doing their own things at the time, but I kept, kept so wait, working at it. What was, what was the hardest part of all of that? And what kept you on it? Because over a span of that time, I mean, a lot of people will start things and then decide to move on or 
do something else. How did you stay on track or what was, how, what was the hardest thing? When I get I, we knew this was a good idea. We you know, thought it was a good idea. Uh, you, know, you believed. I, I believed. I, you know, when I get to a project, I'm like a dog on a bone. You got to keep going. You got to keep hammering. You keep pushing forward. And you don't, you, know, you don't have the energy to do it all the time. Right. But you have to keep pushing through the bad stuff. If you just say, no, we're, we're done. But you have to know when you're done, too. If it's, if it's not working. Let it go and yeah, start yeah. something else. Yeah. How did you know that it wasn't working? I mean, I'm sure, were there times when you're like, oh, my goodness, this is, we keep doing iterations. Things aren't, this isn't what you want. And how do you get past that? What, what, what keeps you going? You know, eternal optimism, <laughs> <laughs> honestly. Yes, I can you just You just have to be optimistic and, and know, you know, it, it wasn't our full-time incomes. We didn't know whether it was going to succeed. We had no clue whether, you know, it was people are going to like it. I'll say Sandy, our other co-partner, yes. is our CEO right now. You know, she had uh, three criteria. You know, one one thing is, will they buy it? That's uh, a very key criteria, right? Will they will buy people it? buy it? Right. You know, will they like it? after they buy it and will they continue to buy it because for isolate it was a, a continuing revenue stream that we right. had to support you know and it yeah it can't just be flash in the pan right when as you were going through this whole process were there people who are like dude this is not going to work why you keep doing that were there the people who were kind of whispering in your ear that give it up and all that type of stuff those aren't the dangerous ones for real no no those aren't the dangerous ones who are the dangerous ones dangerous ones are people <clears throat> tell you it's good when it's not Ooh, that's actually, that's quite, that's pretty good. People, your friends will tell you, yeah, that's great. You should just do it. People who don't know will tell you that. They love you. <laughs> they don't want to hurt your feelings. So how you want the people who tell you that it's no good and, give you, a good, and give you a good reason why. Oh, I love that. So the dangerous ones are not the ones who say this is bogus. It's the ones who just keep encouraging right. you, even though they believe that maybe it's not. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. How can you, how did, so how do you get past that? I mean, just keep asking more people. Ask the right people, people who are dead honest. <laughs> you know, Tom has a, uh, a friend of his he went to dental school with, you know, they've been great friends and he, he was the one guy who would go, no, Hirsch, that's no good. That's the, he'd tell you exactly what, like it was, you yeah, know, that's what you need. Right. We had that. And then we also had another advisor, another actually was a patient of Tom's. Uh, who had a earplug company, a uh, guy named Howard Light. Right. And he was a potential investor. We showed him the product. And he decided not to invest. Oh, he's bummed now, isn't he? No, <laughs> not necessarily. He was right. But what he told us at that time, at the time he told us that, I had three pieces in the design for a mouthpiece. Now it seems really obvious. It should be one piece. He looked at us and said, you know what happened? Hirsch says, you know what? He says, one piece. Literally, that was his advice. One piece. Too complex. One Too piece. Too complex, one piece. And that was kind of the inception of that final design that I had to Tom was one piece. So wait, you shared with me a funny story about that. Yeah. What was that? I'm, I'm, I don't remember what story is that. About how you got so frustrated with him and you, oh. because he's your brother. <laughs> Here you were gonna yeah, so at, at the time, it was, <laughs> at the time it was three pieces, and I had it on CAD. We were just starting to use CAD. This was a 
few years ago. We just started using CAD. The 1800s, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and all the pieces, literally had a, a model shop and I had to make all the pieces by hand. We started using stereolithography fairly early on. That's 3D printing. Right, right, right. Fairly early on. And um, every time we'd, we'd go to get something printed and make a prototype, it would cost two or three thousand dollars two or three thousand dollars it was expensive and so finally tom goes oh, just make it put it all together i don't care make it all together so i <laughs> i could see said, tom doing that yeah too. tom you know well hell with you you know i just was frustrated with him just telling me to put it all together so i put it all together <laughs> so you're like i got him <laughs> i got him i got him put it all together merge my file i take this piece and this piece and this piece <laughs> merge i'll show you tom you know <laughs> and then I, then I made the one piece and that's when I handed it to him, and, and as I said before, that's it. And you're like, wait, wait what? Well, uh, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So at that time, once that happened, did it happen overnight, all of a sudden, boom, or what? How long did it take before you realized, holy cow, we actually have something? Yeah, so we, we, had, we had the piece uh, that we thought was really cool, uh, and, and – um, now we decided to go forward and, and create a business, okay? In creating that business, we had to write a business plan. Ooh. So we all went up to Mammoth Mountain, <laughs> sat in a condo over the course of three days, three of us, and hammered out a business plan. You know what? That business plan was awesome. We were flying jets <laughs> and sailing yachts. Within five years, <laughs> I, you, it was amazing. You know, back. yeah, we, we, we were, that business plan was so optimistic. We had no idea. We just didn't know. What we didn't know. That's the optimism part. You know, that's, oh, that that's why so you start. Cool. And so we went out and, and uh, based on that business plan, uh, we went out to our investors. When my attorney called friends, family and fools. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Friends, family, fools, right? Friends, family, and fools, the only people who would ever invest in you are idiots and family. <laughs> are you calling family idiots? Uh, they believe in you. No. <laughs> <laughs> they love you. <laughs> and we had some other external investors, too. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. We had some yeah. other internal, uh, internal and external investors, too. And we managed to get together, I don't know, a little less than a million dollars. And you started it. And we started this company, yeah. That is and so cool. And it was born at the CDA, wasn't it? It's born at the CDA, Anaheim. Right. And you sold a bunch. Yeah. We went out. I have to say at this point, no advertising. Nobody had ever seen this product before. We put together a booth out of, we stopped by Ikea on the way down to Anaheim. <laughs> Ikea. Ikea. Way down to Anaheim. We bought a couple oh, tables. We bought a desk it. for the back. I think we had a backdrop. That is so awesome. Had a backdrop we, we had done, you know, and uh, set up our chair chuff, and we started showing the product, and people bought it. Wait, and you, a lot of people gave you money, and, but you, you didn't have it, right? Do we have to get into that? <laughs> well, that's all history. So we had a prototype. <laughs> but the, the thing is, they bought it, and yeah. that just blew you based, away. Based on a prototype, rather rough prototype. And at that point in time, we had validation on the concept. That's so cool. People, for Sandy's, you know, three, you know, three-tiered conversation or, you know, three points, yeah, they would buy it. Will they buy it? Will they buy it? 
66 people bought our, our, our product. And you had it? At the first show. We didn't have it. <laughs> you didn't have it. <laughs> we were, we were, I wasn't even totally designed yet. <laughs> oh, but we spent good. the money. And, and, and so, yeah, 60 people. And now we had to go make it. Oh, wow. Good news is I had plenty of resources. I had and things designed fairly well. Um, and we were able to get it together. I think we delivered our first product maybe six months later. Wow. We lost probably in the six months about half our orders because we couldn't take money until we shipped the product. That was and part yet, of the criteria. Oh, wow. yeah. And you know, it's amazing with those beginnings, which are just absolutely incredible. Fast forward 20 plus years ago, you've got a whole, at an organization, you've got an incredible population of raving fans. You've got a game changing product. In, in building this company, I've heard or we've heard that, and in dentistry just overall, uh -huh. One of the, I'd say one of the biggest things that you, you deal with are people. Talk to us about people. How, what's your experience with people and running a business and all that? Easy, right? <laughs> oh, I, yeah, no problem. I, I'll have to say probably our first experience with people, you, you have little milestones. And when we got to about 10 people, first, first person who was employed by us, a, a gentleman named Jason Shiles. Uh, we were in a little teeny, my design office. We had him build his desk. Okay. I was like, go, go buy a desk and build your desk. That Welcome was the first to go employee. build your desk. Okay. <laughs> we were placing ads and getting these large bundles of you know, bingo cards you'd fill out, the bingo yeah, cards, yeah, the, 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 and yeah. you'd get like a, a, a pack of labels and we'd get like 4,000 in based on our first ads. We'd get these huge packs. And every time one of those big envelopes of all the labels would come in, Jason would just you see his face sink. He knew it was going to mail out 4,000 envelopes. It was nuts. The response for the first ads we put were absolutely was insane. Through the roof. Through the roof, yeah. So you had to bring in more people. Yeah, we had to bring in more people. Then we got to the point, I, I say a critical mass is about 10 people. We got 10 people. Then we started noticing problems and you'd have infighting there infighting there no no that never happened oh, no, that's no. and we had one employee who just couldn't stay off the internet she just was searching i mean right in front of you she'd be on buying stuff on on the telephones like no don't do that so we decided to cut off her internet next How thing i look she's under a desk trying to figure out where internet is <laughs> like, you know so so in in building an organization you run into all sorts of different characters uh -huh. How have you gotten to the people that you have now? And what, what, what would you say is probably the biggest epiphany for you in getting these kinds of people together? Because you, what I love is you're actively engaged in this, in this company, yeah. which is wonderful, and people see you. Mm -hmm. What's the key or what have you found is, is really the, the, the big thing around people? About well, you, need, you, you need different people at different times. You know, hmm. As you grow your organization, um, first... I, I'd say when you first start your organization, you need people who are entrepreneurial like you, you know, you know, just people who are who see the possibility, to willing to do, jump in and Believe. Do, do, do whatever it takes. Okay. Some people willing to do whatever it takes. And then as you grow, you also grow your organization and then you have managers and people become less willing to just jump in and do it. It's like, well, that's not my job description, you know, uh, but it's, uh, it's okay because you also have to grow too as a manager. Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah, what to, do you mean you have to grow as a manager? Well, you have to grow as a manager. And, and so what I did was 
I grew out of being a manager. <laughs> <laughs> and the reason I grew out of being a manager is because I, I was an independent design office owner, you know, and I didn't manage people very well. So we had to get, Sandy was a better manager, so she eventually took over the running of the company. That's cool. Because she could manage people better than me. I could manage myself, but she could manage people. Dude, so, I can't manage myself out of a wet paper bag. So. I know that, Rob. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. No. You came on with us how many years ago? Oh, 11, 12 years. 11, 12 years ago. Wow. It's been a long time. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. So wait, so it's about, I love the context that you, you know, you kind of, as, as you grow, you have to grow yourself. And right. It's, it's pretty cool to recognize, hey, you know, I started this thing, but I, I'm not as good doing that. Here's what I love. So right. that's an important aspect. In, in this grand scheme of things, the, after the people, mm -hmm. something that's, that, can, that is in our faces every day is technology. Right. I mean, as a, I'm going to say it this way, kind of delicately, let's say, young people tend to be very open to technology, but as we mature, we are more resistant. You're not. You're, you've always leaned into it. How, how do you see technology? You've leaned into it. You're constantly curious about it. You're always asking questions. Sure. How, do you, uh, how important is that for any, for business owners? Uh, one, of, one of my things I do every morning is I get a list of uh, EPUBs that I go through, and I, I just see whatever's new. I have an incredible I have a curiosity. Yeah, you're about curious. all the technology, and I start following tracking technologies. You know. Well, you're voracious at consuming that and right. understanding it. So. And so I understand technology as it's evolving, and I, I, I find certain technologies, and I, I keep I watch them. I go early on, it's like, well, that's really interesting. And then maybe a year later, I'll go, well, what's happening with that technology? Is that going to be applicable to what we do ever? And I watch it. I keep watching the technology, reading about it, and finding out you know what its pluses are, what its minus are. Uh, for instance, we first came out with our um, Isolite, yeah, and um, the lighted version. It had a metal, a metal halide arc lamp, which needed a fiber optic. So we had a fiber optic coming up to the mouthpiece um, with a metal halide arc lamp over and behind the chair, and then we'd hook it to the bottom of the chair. That's all that was available. With the advent of the LED, the white LED. I was following the technology. I knew it was coming along, even back when I had the metal halide Way lamp. before when, right. We knew it was coming along. We couldn't use it yet because it couldn't really be, it wasn't bright enough. So I'd follow the technology. I'd say, okay, now it's available, and then it would fall off the market. And we, I tried this several times, and finally, I had that I2 design, which is the first LED illuminator system, system was probably, took, two years to get to the point where the LEDs actually evolved to the point where I could actually use them. So following that technology was important. So it's, but yeah. it's not just following the technology. It also sounds like staying on top of it and making sure that you are actively and purposefully engaging with it and not just kind of dismissing it and going forward. Is that, is that what right. I'm Right. Yeah. You got to watch it and you, you, <clears> you have to, you yeah, have to, yeah, I have to, I'll say guard you know, you keep, yeah, keep yeah. You know, nurture it, and, all nurture it and, and, and watch it and understand when it's going to be available. Because when it's just available on the website, it doesn't mean it's available to you. Wow. you know? So 25, 30 years ago, did you see yourself being the owner of such a successful organization, of a, of a system that is game-changing in the dental industry? 
uh, did you did you believe that you were going to get all of those all, all these awards that, that the system and the company has received and kind of the the, the raving fans? Did did you realize that the awards? No, uh, that blew me away. I, you know, we were just literally uh, had a couple young kids just trying to survive <laughs> and not and not go out of business. The early days of it, yeah, early yeah. days of it. Just you know, I th I think going back to the beginnings. It was five years before we made our first dollar of profit. Actually, profit. That must have been we were tough. paying ourselves a little bit of salary. We were yeah, yeah, we were, yeah. we were alive, but but to actually make profit, five years from so beginning. It's, it's a yeah. long time. It's commitment. Yeah. It's dogged determination. Right. It's positive attitude. How did you not get caught up in the in the morass of the unknown and in, in the fear of maybe we're not going to make it? How do, how do you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think don't say heavy drinking. Uh, no, it's, uh, <laughs> no, no. Um, we're you just have to be optimistic. We're we're Sandy and I are both just absolute optimists. And we can do it. We can always do it. It'll always work out. We'll figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. It's gonna work. It's gonna work. You know, it's gonna work. It's just a matter of time. Sometimes it just takes longer than other times. But oh yeah. My God. You know, I, I, I've I've had an opportunity to spend quite a bit of time with you, and mm -hmm. we've traveled together and. By the way, there was one time we went to Europe and he was, we've been up for like 45 hours and that's exactly what he did. We're talking and I look over, he's asleep, but not all the time. But for people who are watching us and our viewers and all that type of stuff, and we could talk so much more about so many things. Yeah. But the thing I'd like you to, to kind of share with people watching this, mm -hmm. what advice, what advice would you give? I, I know it's, you know, based on the 30 years that you've been doing this mm -hmm. of people who are either considering or in the midst of building their organization. We have some friends in our empowered dentistry uh, uh, community who are starting out things. What advice would you give those? Or young people who are like, hey, I have this great idea. What advice would you give yeah, if they want to start? I'll that? take it since I'm a product designer. That, that's been my, my, my life. That's what I do. Um, get your first prototypes first before you do anything else. Understand what that thing is you're going to design. Don't make it too complicated. Don't add too many bells and whistles. Your core technology. Resist the urge. <clears throat> and it's irresistible. <laughs> right? Add this. Add that. No, no. Anything that is worthwhile has to be basic elements. Not only has to be basic elements that you have to understand exactly how to build it. You have to understand what it does and what it doesn't do. You just, if you don't want to go, you don't want a black box and say, I got this black box over here that'll do all this wonderful stuff. You know, we call it TAMO. You know, TAMO is, is you do this, you do that, and then TAMO, then a miracle occurs. <laughs> you know, it's like that special. <laughs> the magic happens. It's right? a special algorithm. That, you know, if I just had that algorithm and, <laughs> and I could put all this information in, and, and then, this and this beautiful thing. thing will happen at the end. No, you got to understand your technology early on. You got to, you know, simple technology. Keep it simple. Keep it manufacturable. Um, keep it producible. You don't want to overdo things. <laughs> keep it simple. But if you know, if you're an electronics person, do electronics. Yeah. If you're a software yeah. person, do software. You understand that. You get it. You know. You know what it is. I can't do software. I can't do electronics. Find someone who can. I do physical products. Yeah. But I understand the technology is what's doable. I got to understand what's doable and right. what's not. We just went to a doctor who uh, 
observing uh, one of our new products. You know, um, he was taking a look at it and he brought us uh, one of his new products and said, well, what do you think? We do that. So that's awesome. It's really cool. But what he hadn't done all the little prototyping work he needed to do. He had a good idea and I think it was a great idea, yeah. but, he, but he needed, and we said, that's just great. You know what you need to do? Make some prototypes. I don't care how ugly they are. It doesn't matter how, you know, you just need to execute, ma make it, make it, make it work. Cause you, until you get that thing in your hand, you don't understand it. You don't yeah. know what it is. You know, I would also add, and this is something that you shared with us and you yeah. share with our team. You have to believe mm -hmm. because without that, it's easy to say, ah, I give up. And it might've been the most incredible thing. But you just had to go over. Yeah. yeah. I can't tell you the amount of times people have come to this. I thought of that. 20, 30 years ago, that was one of the people who, who you know, they, yeah, I said, exactly. that's great, but you didn't do it. I, and I get why. Honestly, the reason we were probably successful in this company is we're, Tom, Sandy, and I were a three-legged stool. Without another leg, we'd just fall over. We wouldn't, so we, we supported Sandy, had the financial acumen, she's a CPA. Tom had the dental knowledge. So I wouldn't design a dental product and like my dentistry, but right, and right. he didn't know how to design a product. So without me, this product would never happen. Without him, this product, this product would never happen. happen. Without Sandy, we would have never gotten off the ground. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. That is awesome. Well, first of all, we could spend so much time here. I really appreciate you taking the time just to kind of very candidly share your perspective, kind of things you've been through. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a pretty awesome place to be and uh, very much appreciated and hey folks jim hirsch james hirsch he is our he is kind of a foundation for our organization and i hope our little discussion here was was helpful if you have any questions or if there are things please send them to us if you like this share it reach out to jim you can always catch us at happy to talk to people i love talking to people. yeah and i love talking to new inventors yeah actually he's out yeah. consistently out there so first of all Really appreciate it. Thank you, Ro. I love, yeah. love the Thanks for your time here. Oh, yeah. Love working with it's you and really appreciate it. Your energy, your enthusiasm, the, the way you are. You've never, over the past 10 plus years, you've never been anything but supportive, caring. And I think that's why everybody likes you so much. Is that, is that it? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Hey, folks, if you like this, please share. Please uh, uh, click on the like button. And if you have any questions, follow us. Look forward to seeing you in our next episode. Take care, everyone. And thank you for joining thank you. us.